Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is Paul Hawksby And Andy Jacobs And this is the H&J Daily With some of the best bits of this afternoon's show We were joined by Comedian, actor you'd know from uh, All the Alan Partridge franchise Psychic Simon, Tim Key was with us Uh, Fine poet, does some great uh, Football poems and Christmas poems As he showed us And he popped into the studio didn't he? Yeah, and Jeff Norcock uh, had a chat with us as well about yeah. his uh, new tour and his work. That's right. He's a big AFC Wimbledon fan. He had an interesting gig at the weekend while England were playing. We had a bit of a chat, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And, uh, yeah, we had a bit of an inquest into England. But, you know, we got through it. <laughs> we certainly did. Here it all is. Hawksby and Jacobs Daily World Cup Podcast from TalkSport. TalkSport. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Yes, good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, everybody. And I refer you to the great Peter Walton in his column this morning, hmm. who says, Wilton Sampaio is a good referee. Oh, really? Yeah, not sure. <laughs> I'll tell you what, every time I see, um, it's often, you, often Europa League or conference plate games and certainly some World Cup matches, I think I'm never ever going to have a pop at a Premier League referee ever again. No, I know. Makes you grateful for what you've got. It was, uh, you know, it, look, it wasn't the reason England lost, but it was a bit of a stinker of a performance. No. I mean, it wasn't his fault that Giroud was unmarked, basically. No, no, of course. I'm not saying he, that he had a material difference. I'm not saying it's a conspiracy theory. We'll talk about that because obviously Portugal feel... Uh, having an Argentinian referee was all part of a great big, huge conspiracy that doesn't quite stack up. But he also uh, says, Peter, that 42 camera angles were available to broadcasters. VAR should use the same footage. <laughs> Imagine how long each decision would make. Can I have the 41st yeah. angle? But oh, Mr VAR, sake. Dale Johnson from ESPN, who we often speak to, was saying that the one they could have done with, certainly for mm. uh, the Upper Meccano challenge on Kane, is the one along the line of the 18-yard box, which they didn't really seem to have because that was going to be the only conclusive yeah. one. No, no, no. Yeah, it was frustrating. What I mean, you... it's interesting, Andy, because you are very much, when it comes to club versus country, like most people, you're very much club all the way. Mm. But you were telling me earlier on you were more upset about that defeat than, than any others in recent memory. Uh, any other England defeat? I felt like a Chelsea defeat. I felt really... Why, I think why was that, do you think? Because it, 
because we played so well. Yeah. And it's such fine margins and the mm. reinvention. Oh, Kane shouldn't have taken it. Shouldn't have taken it. I mean, yes. Yeah. You didn't say that as he was striding up to take it. It's very well to say, say it afterwards. I think that's really poor. Some of the some of the Not letters. revisionist news, punditry. Oh, some of the letters to yeah. the newspapers. I will go through them later. Just ludicrous. Good headline in the Star, though, today uh, about the cat. Uh, uh, Dave. Kit's coming home. Yeah. That's quite good, I Yeah, thought. Dave the cat, as you've been following this story, has been yeah. befriended mainly by Carl Walker and John Stones, who've, who've uh, fallen in love with this cat that would, uh, like any ho- you know, mm. a holiday cat, you've been on holiday, folks, the cat comes up. They're normally <laughs> quite skinny, but they're almost certainly very well fed, and they kind of wander up to the table, and the waiter's going, go away, go away. I don't know where, you, where you've got on holiday. <laughs> Press that in Colwyn Bay. But he's doing all that, and then you'll say, oh, don't do that. Don't we like cats? And the old cat comes back and you get a little bit it starts off you give them a bit of your food then you're taking a little mm. bit off the buffet then the kids are bringing back a plate saying oh no they can't eat ice cream the cat you're making <laughs> and then the cat's walking backwards and being sick in the bushes and it's because of your kids um but anyway dave the cat um they did say walker and stones they would adopt him and that's what they're going to do he's coming back he's coming back with a squad but we say leave him alone well, i mean the, the people in the hotel said um they've called him dave that's not what the locals call him obviously no. but they said he's very well fed he's a very healthy cat he does and he's probably thinking do I want to stay here in the sunshine or do I want to spend four months in a crate and then move to Manchester I mean he's not he's not having any say in this is he poor old Dave he's just going to be better off he's got to learn a whole new language but, but I'm not sure about bringing Dave the cat back it's a kind of holiday romance boys keep in touch just make sure somebody in the hotel sends you pictures of Dave and see, see that he's still thriving I'm not sure you should be shipping him back to the UK but look in the scheme of things it's not the biggest story although the Brazilian are maintaining that the man, the reason the curse on them was when they manhandled the cat. Remember the, the oh, press yeah. officer who picked that up wasn't the cat Dave, by the scruff? That wasn't Dave, no. Yeah. That's like Kevin, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, they but they took it. The guy took it by yeah. the scruff of the neck, which is nothing particularly wrong with that. But he kind of lobbed the cat yeah, off the well, table. It looked, it looked bad. It did look bad. Yeah. And from that moment on, it all went wrong for Brazil. I and in Qatar, where the cat is revered, apparently, mm. um, it didn't play I don't well. Think Croatia's terrible tactics were down to the <laughs> I cat. Think it was the cat. He went out a chat with them before. Now you saw what that bloke did to me. I want you to go out there and make it very difficult for Brazil. I do like uh, there's obviously lots of letters about the World Cup but this one I enjoyed in the Star this morning it's got a fabulous typo in it it says uh, the first two lines really enjoying the Word Cup yeah <laughs> it's like some kind of Scrabble competition yeah <laughs> if you want to give us your tales of befriended pets on holiday and, and the circumstances of it please do let us know I mean a lot of good things come out of this like street dogs get brought back from being really badly abused and people bring them back there's somebody mm. my dog walks with uh, as a kind of rescue in that situation and it's they're lovely stories Dave the cat not sure so um, <laughs> do let us know also Keith Curl uh, mm. has been in the news Keith Curl is glad he didn't cancel Hartley Paul Player's Christmas party as punishment after last week's five goal thrashing they responded with their first away win for nearly nine months 2-0 at Crawley on Friday night Keith says I was shocked and embarrassed after Stockport beat us 5-0 at our place the old me would have cancelled the party and had them in for extra training the next day I know they uh, confined it to a small gathering with a few drinks and that's what they told you Keith <laughs> 
and, and it shows they were hurt too. And the way they responded against Crawley was just right. So I was thinking, yeah, yeah. sometimes in the circumstances, why was the Christmas party cancelled or not in your case? And what was the Keith Curl-like fallout from it? If you want to tell us your stories along with those adopted pets or the ones you met on holiday, talksport.com forward slash H&J. Text to 81089 or tweet to TSHNJ. Now, uh, two big features of this Word Cup yeah. has been uh, Chesney Hawks. Oh, yeah. And the psychic animals. So I thought for the next World Cup, what we need is a cross between Chesney and the psychic animal. Chesney the psychic hawk. Chesney the psychic hawk. Yeah. So you, you know. You, one... So you have two. You have two people <laughs> with uh, bits of meat in yeah. the distance. Bits of meat on a bit of string with a big glove on. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. And, that, and then you let the hawk go. Yeah. And on one one of the gloves, you have a French flag. Yeah. You have a glove. You have an England flag. See which one he flies to first. Crashes straight into the England. Yeah, Chesney the psychic hawk, Andy. I, I think, think that works, can, it? I'm sure someone from the Sun is listening and has already written that down. <laughs> Hawksby and Jacobs Daily World Cup podcast from Talksport. Talksport. Joining us now, actor, comedian, poet, Liverpool fan. It is Tim Key. Hello, Tim. Hello, Paul. How are you? Lovely to see you. Good to be You're looking yeah. lovely and Christmassy. Properly Christmassy. I that am, yeah. Christmas jumper, and uh, just tell us a little bit about that. Where, where did you... Well, where you wanted to talk you through the jumper? Yeah, talk us through. <laughs> I mean, it's got... <laughs> it's, it's, it's lovely. It gives them an analysis it's got, it's the analysis of the It's a bit <laughs> London-centric, isn't it, as a Christmas jumper? I'll do... The maximum I'm going to do is 45 seconds on this jumper. <laughs> OK. <laughs> well, just have a hard 45 seconds. <laughs> yeah, Here we yeah. go. I'll go at it. Yeah. Well, it's... Um, I guess it's a sort of London mashup. Yeah. I mean, you've got your Santa element. He's in a sleigh. He is, yeah, yeah. Reverting yeah. to type, mm. um, being dragged by, I presume, Rudolph, and he's just flying over the um, yeah. Big Ben and the not the Shard, the, the Gherkin, the Gherkin. Thank you. Yeah. Geograph. I mean, I'm no, not geographically, sure. it's not a map, though, is it? It's remember? not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I've not worn an A to Z. It's not a map. Are you? I mean, you're clearly a fan of the Christmas jumper. Do you have um, a, I am a fan of the Christmas jumper. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got a big selection, and in fact, I've got... Um, that's basically my plan for this afternoon, have, is do this and then replenish I okay. by another Christmas have jumper. You, have you got Yours one is quite Christmassy. Is it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah, Uniqlo's Christmas <laughs> finest. I think they call this a French blue, which is a very odd thing to be wearing. Oh, that's today. very true. Now, Tim, uh, um, the World Cup has been... Uh, yeah, I mean, you've, you've brought us a lot of poems on social media with a bit of a World Cup theme, mm. haven't you? I mean, it's, I have, it's inspired you. Um, yeah, it was that kind of World Cup, wasn't it? Very easy to love. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I once started the writing poems started. at the start, and yeah. Mm. Well, it was quite an interesting um, interesting arc the whole World Cup has had, isn't it? Did you go there? No, no we didn't. No, we've, no, done, it, we've, we've, we've done it all from this end. But yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought there was a, some interesting takes. At one point you had uh, Santa working as, a, as an ambassador for the Qataris, which <laughs> yeah, was quite I interesting. Did, I can't read that one out. Like, no, you can't. <laughs> There's quite a lot we can't read out. <laughs> there was the stealing of Jack Grealish's calves by the French. Yeah, I thought that'd be more popular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. We can read practically all of that out until the last line. Uh, the last line is yeah. all, often where it sort of goes yeah. slightly wrong, or slightly right in my mind. There's, there's I've got I've got one from today though. Yeah, which that's I, all right. I think I, I can I can read that, can't I? Can. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Would you Would you care to give us a? I'll give you a, a rendition. A, a, of it, yeah. a rendition. It's yeah. very current. Okay. It's sort of current affairs, really, more mm. than a more, than, is, really. more than humorous verse. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of a news report. Yeah, that's fine. But here it is. The lads came home. There was an open top bus parade to celebrate their efforts. The atmos was weird. There was so much snow and, of course, ice. 
and because they'd perished in the quarters, there wasn't a great turnout. Also, the open-top bus got cancelled last minute because of the god-awful weather, so Southgate had to hire a minibus. And, let's be honest, it wasn't big enough, and they had to strap Madison to the roof. <laughs> the Mercurial number 10 only had his holiday stuff with him, so he was freezing his nads off up there, poor sod. <laughs> Even though Southgate drove the minibus V cautiously, it still kept skidding about in the sludge. At one point, it aquaplaned into a fat face and smashed the whole front window. The police officers interviewed Southgate amongst the glass. They kept asking him to take his Santa beard off. He kept saying he didn't want to. <laughs> someone um, someone put, um, put a, a message underneath saying, that feels like you've made that, made that up as you go along. Yeah. And I, said, yeah, I think that's a pretty good spot. Yeah. I wasn't expecting him to go into a fat face window. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you are, you're doing some live gigs. You've added an extra day, I see. You're doing some stuff ar- around Christmas. Yeah. Cr- Crimbo Bimbo. Crimbo Bimbo, yeah. Mm. It's a selection of... You know, festive poems and a lot of Christmas jumpers. I get through six in that show. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is that sort of like, like a kind of Christmas Madonna. Yeah. Like lots like a- of costume changes. <laughs> leaving the stage in another Christmas. <laughs> Christmas Madonna is a better title for the yeah. show, yeah. Have you got... Any of these got lights on? Do any of them light up? Or no. Are they just, does, oh, is there such oh, a... Yeah, thing? my wife was wearing one yesterday. We've oh. got, we've, lights, we yeah, were given one good. by a former sponsor of this show, I believe. Yeah, I think we? that's they the can, one. Yeah. Oh, still don't, got it. don't give them the It's got a little... Former sponsor. Got a little lights on it. Got little lights on it. So where would I get that? Not from your former sponsor. But well, just so. on Oxford Street, yeah? yeah. All right, yeah. Just uh, any one of those shops on yeah. Oxford Street, I'm sure you'll be able to find. One. So back to the show. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just do sort of an hour of stuff about about Christmas. We get some mulled wine going. Oh. It's it's very festive. A few little Christmas short films that I've made, and then um, yeah, into the into the bar, and Christmas a go go. And so it's, you've got an extra show on the 14th at the Pleasant Theatre in London. I know, that was. I thought that was quite clever what I did there. Yeah. You can't really do shows when there's England games and semi-finals and things. And they, we were still in the tournament, but I've put that one on at five o'clock. Oh. It was a masterstroke. Just then, in case. Just in case, but, mm. you know, big in case. Didn't happen, did it? Looking at Amazon, they do have a LED, <laughs> LED light. A LED? Not don't, don't wear a LED <laughs> Christmas jumper. I, 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 I just <laughs> drive mad. I keep forgetting I've come in here to um, promote this Christmas jumper yeah. with the flashes. Yeah. <laughs> LED light up Christmas jumper. Yeah. Limited a time deal at twenty nine. to Tim Key. Well, he was on the Hawksby and Jacobs. He was advised to get a jumper. He got lead poisoning. He went mad. Should have seen his poems afterwards. <laughs> Terrible. And uh, now, you're, people may know that you do these fantastic playing cards as well. And you've, this is great. You've done your research. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got you both yeah. a packet. Oh, good oh, man. Thank nice. you. That's beautiful. Look I, at that. I heard you on Frank Skinner's radio show, and you could hardly read any of them out. No, I know. Yeah. And actually, the the producer said um, I gave her a few to look at, and she said, "Yeah, this one's fine." She handed it over to me. I mean, it had horrible phrase, but the c word was in it. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> Great producing. <laughs> what this Christmas? Be fine. Christmas, you mean? Yeah, it's Christmas. Nigel, by the way, our old friend from Fisherman's Blues, he often he often says that he'll say, "I know it's only December the second, but I'm going to use the c word." Well, then don't. <laughs> and he's, then he talks about Christmas books, thankfully. <laughs> but one day, one day he's going to go. One day, he's go so rogue. F- finally, I'm actually going to say, it. "I don't care." It's half past six on Talk Sport Two. I think I can get away with it. So, um, where was I? Uh, yeah, the playing cards. They're, they're, you've done quite a few sets of these. These are Christmassy ones. Is These are right? Christmassy, yes. So we did one, me and my fantastic genius designer, Emily Juniper. We've, we collaborated on a, a deck about three years ago. And um, she's just so clever. She makes them and they're so they're so beautifully designed. And mm. um, 
Yeah, I've got loads of Christmas stuff, so we just thought that's quite a good, you know, combination of the two they things. They come gift yeah. wrapped. I'm impressed. They, do, they are beautiful. They are yeah, that, she takes ages doing that. I mean, she barely designs anything. She's wrapping things. They're almost things. so <laughs> nicely. Ra- you don't want to unwrap them, but no, that's, that's what we're, that's what we're pinning our hopes on. <laughs> <laughs> It's an empty box. It's got a very small piece of lead in it. It's quite heavy. It's interesting. A lot of comedians have talked about this over the years, of course. The kind of rhythm of swearing. All of your... I mean, without going into the words themselves, but looking at your poems, there are alternative words to the ones you use, not necessarily as funny. But when you're writing, there is a kind of rhythm that that, that swearing brings it. Yeah, it is really interesting. I've I've always kind of sworn quite a lot, and then my parents come to the show... And um, you know it's it's all out the window. They just just marches up to me and says it's so unnecessary. All <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. like, it's not but, big and it's not clever. Yeah, but I mean everyone sort of laughs. Everyone. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there are sometimes. I mean, in this, I'll read this poem out in a second, and I can just literally read it out and remove the swear word, and it won't make any real difference. Mm. But um, don't know, don't know why I do it. I, th- I guess it is probably sort of quite lazy, but sometimes it adds a bit of kind of bite to what yeah. you want to say. Hmm. Emphasis. And yeah. the shock element, because maybe mm. people at first aren't expecting, probably half an hour in they get the idea, but when the, <laughs> maybe there are some coming to it expecting yeah, uh, expecting something else. I, I, I mean, I did go through, I, I put together like a bunch of poems, probably for the Christmas cards, and my, and my initial sort of sweep through, I sort of read them back and, um, yeah, I thought I might have to select a few different ones here and just yeah. kind of... Um, have a bit more variety because most of them rely very heavily on your friend of mine again, the old C word. Christmas come early. <laughs> Christmas. Yeah. Um, so you've got a poem there that you can clean up for us. Yeah, I can clean this one up. An absolute treat. Thatch bought his missus Scalextric for Christmas. You've bought that for yourself, Thatch. How dare you? Thatch shot back. His car was zooming round the track. With his spare hand, he was unwrapping the packet of camel lights he'd stuffed in Nicky's stocking in the wee hours. He absolutely loved Christmas. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Now, we have a quick one on the football. Did you, did you watch the uh, England-France game the other night, Tim? Did, did indeed, you? yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you, where did you watch it? Did you watch it at home? I watched it at my local. Oh, OK. And that is not a football pub. Hmm. They'd literally sort of, more or less, hung a sheet and, uh, <laughs> and they'd got a projector and... It was a, there was a lot of shenanigans with people just sort of ca- casually drinking a pint and you just see an arm come into the, the screen. <laughs> <laughs> people booing them. But I got the gist. I mean, they yeah. played well, didn't they? They did. They did. It, was they a, did. it was a great game. And then he just... Um, he blazed over. Yeah. But there are some, the, the maniacs who say that someone else should say... That would have been such a crazy moment if if someone else had stepped up. I know. Go, yeah, I don't think it stands know, a great deal of scrutiny. It's, it's an, it's an it, alternative history. Really, but it is it? mad. I mean, there's so much going on in that penalty because mm. if, if Kane has talked to anyone over the last five years about what, what he would do if there's two penalties in the same game, he's obviously picked Loris's brain, so... Yeah, he's standing there at his run-up, just trying to remember what Loris was well, telling him over breakfast three years he ago. He was making the point before that he never takes penalties in training against Hugo because that he takes yeah. his pens against the second and third yeah, choice yeah. keeper. Whenever they practice penalties at Tottenham, he oh, won't I didn't take know that in case he take... faces him internationally. Well, no, shooting no, practice is never even fact, if you look at yeah. the start of them. Yeah. You know, before the match, shooting practice. I mean, the is way never you the often team. send out a younger, a less experienced comic to take all the flat for you for <laughs> half an hour so you can come on and swear. Yeah, exactly. That same sort of thing. They'll have, they'll have, you know, they'll have second and third choice cannon fodder to yeah. have. Well, to I've have got Alex Horn sort of doing my tour venues at the moment, just softening them all up. Yeah, that's it. Well, he's, he's perfect for that. Yeah, exactly. He's absolutely perfect <laughs> for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So lovely to see you, Tim. Lovely to see you. Thank you for coming in. The shows at the uh, there are tickets are some tickets still available. Um, no, it's sold out. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I'm doing a tour in um, in in the spring. Okay. And there's tickets still for some of those dates, and I finish at Alexandra Palace. Oh, and there's oh, definitely that's a tickets, nice, definitely that's a nice venue. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Home of the darts. Yeah, home of the darts. Are you going to do a very similar walk on? Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> will do. Yeah, but without the walk on girls now. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, we've they're, dropped those, haven't we? That, I think we have. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And then the cards are available from Utter and Press. .co.uk or you can go onto my Instagram and uh, you can link to it from there but yeah there's cards available they'll come before Christmas oh excellent yeah. lovely well lovely to see you thanks for the cards and we thanks will, so much for having we me we will catch up have a great Christmas Tim thanks thank for you, you too happy Christmas um, just very quickly people always ask are you doing are you doing more Alan Partridge is anything in the pipeline you're doing anything else no. with, with nothing so- oh I don't oh, yeah I never know like I'm always the last to hear but they're always doing something I mean yeah. I was so surprised when after the tour there's just immediately a, a podcast, a brilliant podcast. They're, they work so quickly and they're so good. So The Gibbons brothers. The Gibbons. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Steve Coogan, you know, and, the yeah. lead. Yeah. Mm. So I, I would imagine <laughs> if I was a betting man, I'd say there will be, but I always think when they leave a gap, if they left another 10-year gap, then that would be great because it's always nice yeah. to see him when he comes back. He's it's just, true, yeah, different stages of his exactly. life and what he's up to in 10 years. Exactly, yeah, yeah, but yeah. no, I don't know. Don't know and Simon, I think Psychic Simon would have gone on and become an Edmund oh, yes. like a dot-com billionaire. <laughs> There's no way yeah, he would have gone on to do anything. He has to come back from Silicon, <laughs> Silicon Valley to do it. He's yeah. made an absolute fortune in Bitcoin <laughs> and he, he would have cut Alan in. Yeah. Alan didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's got his pride, doesn't he, Alan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hawksby and Jacobs Daily World Cup Podcast from TalkSport. TalkSport. Paul Hawksby, uh, Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport. Well, of course, the domestic football uh, has been continuing um, further down the uh, footballing food chain throughout. Yeah. And our producer was uh, saying yesterday that it was um, watching the, the best of um, the World Cup quarter finalists and then watching his own team talking lose to <laughs> three two Oldham uh, <laughs> yesterday on BT was a bit of a shock to the system. Fabulous own goal he showed us. <laughs> as much as he loves his club, he could see a definite difference in the quality of the performance. Mm. Anyway, let's chat now to an AFC Wimbledon fan. Comedian Jeff Norcott joins us. Hiya, Jeff. Afternoon, chaps. It's a good point, really. When you kind of watch football at a certain level, look, you support a club thick and thin, you watch mm. them play, they play in a certain division. Look, you know, Mbappe's unlikely to trouble that league anytime soon. How do you, how do you <laughs> feel about watching it at the kind of the quality end? Uh, as opposed well, to what you watch at your end. Yeah, I mean, it's got it's got comedy value. That's mm. one thing. You, you're still at League Two. There'll still be the occasional, I don't know, there'll be occasional fat bloke that'll fall over when he's trying <laughs> to clear a ball. And that might not be completely politically correct to say, but it is still, it, it can still lighten the mood of an otherwise turgid nil-nil. But it's funny because on, on Saturday night, you know, I, I was obviously gutted about the uh, England result. And, and I thought, like, I... I don't think anyone's going to be as consoled as I am by the fact that AFC Wimbledon kept up their proud unbeaten league run with a nil-nil at Swindon. You know, you just think maybe <laughs> maybe I won't say that today. <laughs> maybe I'll, you know, but in the cold light of day, uh, I think that, yeah, and speaking of cold light of day, I mean, one interesting thing about going out of a World Cup at this time of year is normally you get bounced out of it, but at least you can wear shorts the following day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Well, you could, and, if, you like. this, if you were a postman, you could do that today. If you weren't, or an orphaner, indeed. Yeah, yeah. But you know, <laughs> but it's, it's been quite incredible, isn't it? Because you sort of everyone had kind of Sunday to get over it, and then today was like, you know, when your mum used to say, "Well, you, you cry, I'll give you something to cry about." Here's yeah. some snow and some strikes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> 
Yes. So um, Swindon nil, Wimbledon nil was the result of the weekend. I mean, did you did you yep. take the game in? Were you able to watch the highlights? Uh, I'm afraid. Well, I mean, I did. I th- there you... was two. Hmm. There was two minutes of content. Paul, I think would be the way to, to, to put it that the club put up. And of course I watched it and it seemed like, you know, Swindon had the best of the game, as you'd expect, being at their ground. But it's another one of those games that you get at this level, which I've always loved. It's kind of like the reunion games. You go, oh, remember when, remember when both of us were in the top flight? Yeah. It's lovely to see you again <laughs> in the absolute basement of uh, of league football. But, um, but you know, we, we've become hard to score against. And, and, and that is always anyone that's supported a club that's ever gone on to do anything. That seems to be where it starts. And we've got this goalkeeper, Nick Zanev, who, who's a good keeper, you know, but he's young and, you know, he's had the occasional error. But if you look at him, if you could build a goalkeeper in a factory, <laughs> tall bloke, rangy limbs. I mean, he's got all of that. And, 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 and I think Johnny Jackson just, he's got, well, I mean, firstly, the greatest name in football. Um, and I think that, I think he's got the players playing a bit, you know, like with Southgate with England, yeah, they clearly like each other and enjoy each other's successes. I think that makes a difference. Last time you came in to see us, uh, you were just about well, it was just about to drop on Amazon backstage with Catherine Wright. I must say, I really mm. enjoyed that. It was a really good series. Have you had a good feedback from that? Yeah, I mean, it's still available on Amazon. I don't think it's going for a second series. It was, I mean, I do believe it was an expensive show to make, and I'd love to say that the vast majority of that was because of me, but I suspect, <laughs> you know. I mean, there was Jimmy Carr, there was some proper people on it. So it, it really was, it really was the one of the most creative things, Andy, I've, I've, I've ever worked on because I was there genuinely as a writer on the show. And then, you know, I was writing roasts and Catherine, you know, we were talking about ideas together and then, you know, I was in sort of scenes as such, though it is a reality thing. And then, you know, as if people get to episode five, they'll find, you know, without spoiling it, that I had another role in that show, which was completely legitimate, you know, not manufactured uh, in, in any way. So it, it's a shame that it's not going again, but I, I wonder if it's sort of alerted people to the idea that if you're making a stand-up comedy show or any comedy show, there are other, there are newer ways of presenting it, perhaps. Mm. Uh, we were just saying, Jeff, that there's kind of stories around the four teams left in the tournament. Who are you rooting for out of uh, the four that remain? Well, today I feel African. And I think that's like <laughs> you know, my, uh, most, most England fans left. Cause I was, I was in, um, I was in Leicester square gigging on a, on Saturday night. So I was taking in the game sort of between running between gigs. It was a very, it was a very weird evening in mm. London because you had, you had Christmas shoppers and football fans. It was a, it was a most unholy combination <laughs> of stressed and intense people. And, it, you know, there was all these beeping horns around. I thought, is that is that Morocco fans or is that just people who have got the last of the Black Friday deals? It was impossible to tell. <laughs> and and I was doing these I was doing these gigs and and I had to go on the second gig. It was 30 seconds after Kane had missed oh, the penalty. And, 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 and it was a really confusing, well, it wasn't a confusing set of emotions. I was gutted. But but what you had in the room was you had like people that were tourists that maybe had no interest. You had people that were... British, but but weren't big football fans. But then you had these sort of recalcitrant, moody, slouchy men that had clearly been dragged out that were <laughs> tutting. And so, I mean, I get those during my gigs at the best of times, but there were tuts and sighs. Um, and I could, I could almost tell the moment where the final whistle had gone because I went on just as came Mr. Penalty and there was still a good, you know, sort of, well, I mean, in, in this World Cup, still be another 20 minutes of injury mm. time. But 
suddenly the gig, the gig became more like a normal gig and i it was uh it was it was a curious it was a curious experience really but but yeah i, th- I think you know i mean a lot of people say oh, what this world cup needs now is a final between two of the teams it's always been between i think does it i think it'd actually be great if it was like a guaranteed different winner of the world cup i think that if the world cup has been good for one thing it's been about other teams coming to the fore so consequently it's not just because you know france beat us i think it would be incredible if morocco won I mean, Morocco, Croatia, mm. as Andy was saying, would be would be quite a tough watch. I mean, yeah. it's a romantic story yeah. in itself. If certainly if Morocco were to win it, but I mean, it's pretty incredible given the size of Croatia. If they were to go one better, but it would be it would be a tough watch. I think footballing was it could be it could be another Swindon versus Wimbledon. But that's the point. <laughs> is you're talking as somebody who followed Wimbledon in the eighties and early nineties. Define tough watch. You know the way I see, <laughs> the way I see it. A physical game, getting it up to the big lad, and you know direct yeah. football. I, I just I know what you mean in terms of the spectacle. I guess France Argentina. I, I'm not sure that it would definitely be what we hope it would be, but no. certainly it would be one for the purists and one for us mm. to, to anticipate. But um, but for the legacy of the game, you know, I remember a long, long time ago, Pele saying that an African team would win the World Cup by 2000 and, and then something, it didn't really happen. But I think that for that to happen now, I mean, if you live on Edgware Road, you might feel differently, what with all the beeping horns. But it um, it, it would be, it would really mark, it's been a very different World Cup for a lot of reasons. I think mm. Morocco winning would feel quite apt in some way. And, uh, and Samueletto said the final would be between Cameroon and Morocco, and I don't think people expected him to be potentially fifty well, percent right. Yeah, so, he might be. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Jeff, you're you're um you've got some gigs coming up. You're on the road next year. Is that right? Uh, yeah, so I've got. I'm, I'm announcing uh, in January it'll be a tour for the autumn and spring. But on Wednesday, so on 10 a.m. on Wednesday, I've got some dates doing work in progress because I really need these dates. You see, so what they are is they're slightly smaller gigs than the tour shows. Uh, they're a bit cheaper, and that, what that means is if I have to come on with a laptop, I don't want anyone to throw stuff. You know, if I can't remember <laughs> things. But 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 when I did the last tour, I, it was coming out of COVID, and COVID was one of these things where you know it's like in comedy. If you if there's something that everybody did like go to school that's the best thing I mean obviously the pandemic wasn't a good thing but you knew that you could talk about something with confidence that everyone else had experienced it so I really felt like I knew you know what to say at the beginning of the previous tour and I've got loads of subjects that I'm excited about now but I thought on this leg I want to do like a warm-up run so we've got dates that are going on sale Wednesday morning uh in Reading we got one yeah Guildford Kingston uh we've got some up north in Darwin and, and Stockport it's about there's about 11 or 12 and they're, 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 they're sort of limited a uh, number of tickets and they'll be available Wednesday morning. And I just, I just, you know, the more tours you do, you sort of, you're sort of following yourself in a way. And I'm not mm. saying like I'm some well-being, but you think, God, it's, it's always got to be better than the previous one. So, mm. so I don't want to go out, you know, I, I, I certainly won't be under prepped, put it that way. Hawksby and Jacobs daily world cup podcast from talk sports. Talk sport. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hawksby and Jacobs Daily World Cup Podcast from TalkSport. Sport. Yes, good afternoon, Paul Hawksby. Andy Jacobs here on mm. Talk Sport. Tower. In, the, in the first hour of the show, a sad moment. We mentioned it earlier on. Our producer came in and removed a cardboard cutout of Gareth Southgate. Took him from the <laughs> studio. It kind of felt like for us that was the moment the World Cup died. <laughs> uh, and he's now t- standing in, yeah. in, the, uh, in the production gallery, still celebrating a, a, a goal. Will we ever see that pose again as England manager? Um, well, I hope so. As the days went on, he was basically... Uh, mm. Somebody put a sombrero on him for some reason, which had been fine if it was the next World Cup that's going to be partly in Mexico, but I don't yeah. quite know why he ended up in a sombrero. But uh, it reminded me, years and years ago, I used to work uh, in this uh, place in Cambridge, a company in Cambridge, and somebody had, had, um, I think, uh, on their way to work, they'd run over some kind of pheasant or wild... (laughs) Really? (laughs) Or they'd found it. They felt it was like, you know, and they decided it was good eating. Roadkill. Well, they put it in the company fridge... And it kind of sat there every time Ooh. you went and got... Well, every time you went in to take get a bit of milk out, whoa, it was a bit of a shock to the system. It's a bit like I keep looking up and seeing Gareth. And a while back, a while back, <laughs> there was a... strange comparison. A, no, no, but, but um, it was a dawning, it was a dawning it. And um, over the course, whoever put that bird in the fridge had decided, but they, they didn't get rid of it. They just left it in the fridge, which was not pleasant. Hmm. But after a, a period of time... But, not pheasant. No, <laughs> people... People, people gave him a cigarette. Yeah. Then he got a pair of dark glasses made for him. Then well, someone, bird. then the designers on the a magazine came up with a, a little leather jacket for him. So by the end of it, <laughs> really? he was staying refrigerated, <laughs> and uh, he looked, it looked like he was in the wild bunch. Yeah, <laughs> and then he got a bit gamey, and then someone did something about it. No, that's but, not um, good. Well, you could yeah. have kept him in the freezer, I suppose. Yeah, now, uh, I thought I was going to have a day off of football yesterday, mm. and I think you were the same after going out in the World Cup. But I got sucked in to the Manchester derby in the WSL. It was a very good game. Mm. Yeah, obviously, really good match. A tight old match, end-to-end, some great yeah. chances. You watched a bit of the Chelsea I match. I watched the end of the Chelsea match against Reading. Reading came back into the game, but they hung, hung on, really, for, yeah. a, for a 3-2 win. Yeah, it's it's been good. It's, it's definitely, you know, got got better I think as, as a product so the yeah, whole great thing. turnout as well yeah, yeah. at the stadium yesterday for yeah, this is an unusual thing FIFA are planning to introduce mm. a new football for the semi-final and final mm. as they bring in a golden ball the traditional white and blue Aurela the journey you say traditional I've been mm. using it for three weeks yeah, that's right yeah <laughs> well, very true mm. we swapped out for the new Al Hilm the dream pro gold football yeah and I've the only thing about it is the, the ball was also designed using only water-based inks and glues and takes inspiration from Qatar. Yeah, well, we don't care about all that. Yeah. But <laughs> the point is, it could behave differently right. to this other ball, the white mm. ball. 
Yeah. And if it does, I mean, I, I know the players will get to practice with it, but that will be odd. It's a very odd thing to do, to have had a tournament right the way up to the semi-final with one ball and then say, oh, no, now we're going to bring in another ball. I think that's a bit risky myself. Isn't it just a different colour? I mean, well, shouldn't it? Well, do I you don't think know. the goal to make it do things aerodynamically well, it do. differently? It might do. What do you care? England are out now. Well, that's it's not true, going to affect Jordan Pickford, <laughs> it's very is it? true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I must read you some of the selection of brilliant letters that we've had uh, sent into tabloid newspapers mm. on yeah. the back of England. I imagine defeat. they're quite, I imagine they're very pro Gareth Southgate and the England boys, aren't well, they? Well, they're just fantastic, yeah. you know, insight, really. Mm. Uh, this one from Duffy, he wrote. Harry Windsor and Harry Kane, I've had enough. Come back, Harry Hill. What does that <laughs> well, mean? Fantastic. Well, there we are. I might get some work out of it, so I'm all for that. <laughs> Perhaps the England and Wales football teams would have done far better in the World Cup if they'd focused more on their job of playing football. Mm. Um, awesome thing. <laughs> no, that wasn't for I mean, I don't know if you saw it was a big TV mm. audience uh, the other day for the match. As you would imagine, and I saw a headline in the mm. Telegraph saying ITV Herald... 23 million audience. And this is not a knock at the coverage because the coverage on, on ITV has, has been excellent. But, you know, 23 billion, 23 billion, 23 million people would have watched mm. that on Babe Station, wouldn't they? Whatever that is. But do you know, do you, do you know what I mean? They would, but they want to see the I match. hope they get the next World and Cup. There's, there's only one. Well, you'd only get the first 10 minutes and then they scramble the pictures. That'd be quite That's frustrating. Which, which you'd be all for if it's a Croatia-Morocco derby. You'd That's quite true. like the Babe Station treatment. I'll just have the last 10 minutes. But, I mean, look, as I said, the coverage has been excellent, but people just want to see that game, and they was, that was the only place they could see it live. Yeah, with of course. Respect. You can't yeah. really... You, whoever yeah. had shown it would have been like that. Mm. Uh, this bloke called Jellyhead wrote in... Oh, I'm, Jellyhead? Yeah, 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 I know him, yeah. Why are England so poor at penalties? Mm. Kane misses and they're out. Give them penalty-taking training. Oh, yeah. I mean, brilliant. What, what a great idea, Jellyhead. <laughs> yeah, we'll, writing we, that and thinking we'll give that, they haven't thought of we'll this. We'll give that to Stuart Pearson. He can send it on to Gareth. Just write that down, Honestly. Andy, because we're going to forget otherwise. It's, uh, England should practice mm. penalties. That's a good idea, Jellyhead. We'll pass, we'll pass that on. Uh, all we've had in the past week, says Brenda Titterton from Derby. Yeah, that's made up. I know. No, I don't think it is. That's, that was a Joan Sims name in one of the Carry On films. I actually, uh, many, many moons ago, I knew a girl whose that was her last name. Okay, well, it's something. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. It does I'm exist. Not, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, no, okay, it's a name. It's a name, but it, it's very much. I could see Sid James saying it <laughs> and doing a double take. <laughs> Kenneth Connor moment, yeah. All we've had all week is King Kane and what England were going to do to France. Now they're out of the World Cup. I don't see any of that. Yeah. At least we don't have to watch Southgate do the dad dancing. He promised if they won the tournament. Oh, that's a real consolation, Brenda. Yeah. Thanks very much. This is something I think I'd like you to pick up. Martin Bayfield mm. did a kind of sporting life thing in the Sunday Times yesterday and he talked about his most difficult opponents and he said, Bath's Nigel mm. Redman, he would come out with the weirdest, wackiest techniques to put you off and his training was off the scale. Before we went to Australia and Fiji in 1991, he did weights while this Turkish wrestler smacked him in the stomach with a length of four by two. <laughs> That sounds good. So from tomorrow, I'm going to bring in a big piece of wood <laughs> and uh, we're going to get a Turkish wrestler in because they're easy to find in yeah. this part of the world and uh, we're going to beat you in the stomach while you work I've out. had bad experiences with wrestlers on this programme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Why are you crying? One of our fa my favourite clips. Mm. Yeah, it's very, very good. Talking uh, about Harry Hill, mm. uh, FA Chief Mark Bullingham 
Jude Bellingham. You've, <laughs> you've got, got to have a system. You've got to have a system. <laughs> That's very true. Um, the all-weather was called off at Newcastle on Saturday. <laughs> sure, surely it's about time they renamed that, isn't it? I mean, it is a real failure, isn't it? Yeah. Um, of linguistics and more. Every time the all-weather is called off. You should off. never be off on the all-weather. Because even ITV went to the all-weather at Newcastle only to see it cancelled. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah. So they showed it on Babe Station <laughs> instead, which is picking up a lot of sport at the moment. Picking up a lot of sport. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And my final letter yeah. is from Ian Nicholson, wrote to The Sun today. He said, The England squad are yet again showed to be bog-standard footballers wrapped in cotton wool. Overhyped, overpaid, and a million miles away from the world-class team of 1966. Okay. Who were brilliant, but won it at a home tournament with far less teams in it. And yes. in, the, in a far different time of football. Don't start having a pop at the boys of 66. No, you know, it's, it's tough it's, enough as it is. Comparisons are a bit, you know, unfair, I think. Hawksby and Jacobs Daily World Cup Podcast from TalkSport. TalkSport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We'll do it all again on... Well, tomorrow with Charlie Baker. And he'll be back on Wednesday, but Charlie will be with me tomorrow. I do hope you can join us. If not, the podcast will be available, as always, at around uh, four o'clock. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.